Welcome to Brutal, the MMA podcast. How's everyone doing today? Caitlin? Good. Charles? I am very tired, but I'm good. Gabe? Wants to kill him. No, no, we're not doing this today. We're not doing this today. I'm so joyful. He's so happy. So gleeful. Yeah. I love our UFC judges. (laughs) Yeah! Okay. All right. So let's jump right into this. Uh, We're going to start off with uh, this most recent card that just happened. Um, I believe this is UFC Vegas, like 41, 70 something. I have no idea what the number is, but it was a pretty amazing start. All the prelims were finishes. Uh, really enjoyed watching them by myself in my room. And uh, <laughs> I did watch the Terrence McKenney and JP Buys fight. Uh, JP Buys. I feel so bad for this man. Um, we're just going to run through Demon Blackshear real quick. That sounded. Pause. <laughs> we're not going to run through Demon Blackshear. <laughs> okay. Uh, Demon Blackshear, uh, he's been doing really well recently. In his fight before last fight, he had a uh, TKO finish. But this fight, he started off with a really incredible uh, twister. So third twister in UC history. The only two people to get it before him were Bryce Mitchell and TKZ, the Korean zombie. That, that is impressive, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So a twister is basically where you just bas- like grab their lower body and then you... So yeah, you lock neck. up the, your, lower, lo- your lower bodies with like... Mm-hmm. Here, I'll show people. You, you lock it up with like yeah. a triangle like this. And yeah. then from there... You pull your fucking head and spine the opposite direction. Okay. So it just contor- – like imagine like – you know you ever get a chiropractic adjustment? Yeah. And they, they grab your arms like this yep. and they twist it one way. So now imagine the good part of feeling that, right? You know it's usually intense like oh for a little bit. Now imagine them doing that and then they just start – they have someone hold they one side and stop. they just start pushing the other way with the, the grown for- force of like a – absolutely jacked ufc fighter that's what it feels like that's okay. so it's extremely painful that's hard and you to can do, definitely right? injure a lot of stuff like probably tear a lot of stuff too it's a really mm-hmm. it's a really hard submission to pull off but when you get it it's very satisfying um i only saw it first when i watched uh bryce mitchell do it and then from there i saw the repeat of the korean zombie doing it and the korean zombie is still fighting he's fighting max holloway in this uh not this next event but i believe the event after that so I'm excited yeah. for that as well. No, that'll be a good fight. Um, I'm excited for that. We're going to move on to the top of the prelims, uh, which was not JP Buys. It was the one straight before it. Terrence McKenney, T-Rex. He went out there, did his business. Absolutely dominated from bell to end. I mean, it was really impressive. I mean, that's what JP Buys... I mean, that's what Terrence McKenney does. <laughs> we'll uh, talk about him in a minute. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about JP Buys next. I'm just very fixated because I feel so bad for this man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Terrence, um, Terrence but, McKinney. Yeah, yeah, Terrence McKinney's come a long way to get here. I'm really glad he did get the finish. It was really exciting. Uh, body kicks, body punches, head hits. His right cross was like so stinging, and it landed the whole time. And then he just flurried him on the fence to finish it, and it was it was so satisfying after seeing the fence grab that made him lose the last fight. So yeah. I'm really happy to see him I'm, back I'm, in and win yeah, Colin. That that fence grab was obnoxious last time. Uh, in case you didn't see it, he basically was against who was it? Forgot the the name. Uh, it's it's Sadikov. Sadikov, yeah. who's, who's and, honestly and, not that good. But and he yeah. lost the first. Was it first round or first two rounds? I think it was the first round. The first round was all Terence McKenney, and yeah. going into the mm-hmm. second, it was all Terence McKenney. He was landing more. He was more flush. Until, and when he went for the takedown, yeah. and when he's deep in the double leg, and then grabbed the fence. So it's really glad to see Terence McKenney get a fair win in a way that he should. Moving on from that, we're going to talk about a really sad story. 
Um, a really depressing story. So good oh. for, for McGee. McGee. Marcus McGee beat JP Buys today. And I don't know how to I don't know how to talk about this. It was it was a deserved gear. win. So it's it not deserved anything win. against. He knocked he knocked him knocked him out. McGee. Um, and I really appreciate Marcus not going for another blow after absolutely rocking him when that he was, was obviously nice. unconscious. I like seeing that. I like seeing the, the no, control of fighters. But Marcus you know, is a good guy and he deserves to be in the UFC. He this is his second uh, first round finish in the UFC since he got signed. So, which is four months ago. So he's active. He's getting finishes. I love seeing him in there. JP buys is 0-4 in the UFC. Probably he's 0-2 against anymore. his coach and uh, ex-wife. Oh, no. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel bad for the dude. He's lost, like, everything recently, including all of his fights. And probably now, I can imagine, it's going to be gonna his, get US, cut. Yeah, his UFC contract is going to be I, d- I didn't gone. think JP buys was going to win, to be completely honest with you. But I really wanted him to get a win just to say, like, oh, I got to win the UFC. It's like a really big accomplishment. Uh, he didn't get that tonight, and I don't see him going anywhere else other than the UFC's re- released list, to be honest. So it is what it is. Uh, from there, the main card started off really lackluster. A lot of decision wins. Uh, there was some weird stuff going on. So we're going to jump straight into Khalil Roundtree's violent finish in the very first round. Just what I expected from Khalil Roundtree. He fought a guy who was going down in weight because he was a fat fuck. And his name was Chris Dawkins. Uh, Chris Dawkins, I, 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 think, I think he has a lot of hype behind him. And uh, the reason for that being is when he joined the UFC, he went, oh, he went 3-0, all finishes, right? But the guys he was facing were really slow heavyweights that don't have hand speed. So, he, of course, he'd out beat them, beat them out in the hand speed and knock them unconscious, Right? I mean, it's kind of a given. Yeah, it makes sense. And then when he started to face competition with any sort of speed whatsoever, he couldn't compete. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, Khalil Ranchi went in there, laying a big, giant overhand right cross, just like right down the pipe, landed cleanly and uh, dropped Aukis, and then went on the ground. The ground pound came, and the last punch that landed hit him, his elbow so hard, it went through, hit him in the face, oh and God. pushed him off to the side. I was like, golly. <laughs> Khalil Ranchi hits hard. He, he was winding those punches up. It wasn't like... You know, made most of most Yeah, most <laughs> most USPC fighters, when they go to punch, they kind of just you know strike like normal. But he was taking his time with each punch and was just like... Like just generating power yeah. like a, a guy okay. from Goku. It's like Nick, that, that Dragon Nicholas, Ball Z style. You know, the Nicolas Cage slap. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That was like that was Roundtree with fucking <laughs> oh shit. Chris. That's was... what the that's what the hammer fist looked like when he threw it when he's on the ground, yeah. just straight from heaven. <laughs> um, yeah, that was I was really entertaining. I'm glad to see Cleo Roundtree win that. He said he wants a main spot, main event spot next. I'm not gonna say tell him no. It'd be more entertaining than watching Luke fight, who we're gonna get into soon. Um, Luke, not saying Luke's not entertaining, but I'm not saying Luke's really the most fun to watch when he's fighting another really good scrambler. Um, so from there we had Akeem Duwadu and Cub Swanson, uh, oh Killer God. Cub. I love watching Killer Cub fight. I love watching me and Hakeem Duwadu fight, but we're really going to give Cub Swanson a 29, 28 unanimous. I, I think it's honestly disgusting because yeah. the first two are so clearly for Hakeem, even Cub Swanson when asked, did you think you did enough to win the fight? He goes, no, I'll have to rewatch it, but I don't think I did. And that's sad. Uh, yeah. The commentators said Hakeem won it. Uh, I gave the won. first two to Hakeem, and I thought the third round was really close, and I was leaning towards Cub, but you still could have given it to Hakeem. 
Yeah, well, there's no I, way you I give the first said, two to, to Cobb. Yeah, and I literally said Hakeem decision, and then when it came to it, I was like, all right, cool. Got I got I got it in the bag. Yeah. Nope. No, not at all. All of a sudden, yeah, Cub, I was baffled. I was absolutely baffled. Yeah. You doing a sign language over there? <laughs> we had the producer behind the camera just like. Flashing gang signs behind the camera. All those gang signs. Cool, no. I just want to say. I'm sorry, Hakeem Duwadu. You deserve the win. Everyone thinks you deserve the win. I saw comments saying, oh, Cobb got the second round because of the flurry at the end. But you don't judge a round off of four minutes and 55 seconds of you getting outstricken to land one combo that looked decent and didn't even wobble the opponent. Exactly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's up with it was, people believing that a, a flurry at the end of a round, after getting pieced up for an entire round, getting needing the body, elbows landing on your fucking dome, like you're, oh, now they win the round. That's I've not how that works. It's a trend. It's a trend I've noticed. It's happened the last few um, times. I mean, I, I had we had one a few weeks ago. Uh, I can't remember exactly who, but it was the same exact situation. It was just, you know, first round was one fighter, third round was the other. And then second round, we were sitting there and looking at it, and it was one fighter dominating the entire fucking round. And then all of a sudden, right at the end, you get... 30 seconds, maybe, maybe of, you know, actual domination back. Yeah. Yeah. Flurry. And, and they say, oh no, that's his round. No, it's how, it how, make you, any how sense. you end the round is how the round goes. So, it's, it's, it's a stupid phrasing. It, it doesn't make sense to the judges and it should make sense to the judges. But that's how some people look at it. I guess it's how some judges look at it too. Yeah, but it's, it's a really ridiculous well, by way. By then, all you have to do is it. you just go into this fight. And if you, you save all your energy there, for the last yeah, end of the round and you sit there and survive. And, and just basically defend and, and clinch and, and just keep them close and not really do anything. Like, if you can just do that for four minutes, four and a half minutes, and then right at the end, you can just use all your energy at once and win the round. It just doesn't make any sense. It and that's where you get these decisions that just are stupid. It just so, don't make sense. Yeah, it was it was with this decision. They have decision no place that, being in, like, as a decision. Yeah. And then you go to uh, the main event. Which I had every round for Luke. I mean, I think I think round three was close enough to maybe lean RDA, and then two judges did forty eight forty seven, and one judge gave it correctly forty nine forty six for Luke. I'm glad to see Luke get the win. Uh, a lot of offensive wrestling for Luke. I'm glad to see him go twenty five minutes without getting knocked unconscious because in the last fight with Jeff Neal, he really didn't hang in there like he used to, and he had a brain hemorrhaging from that fight. So I'm glad to see him back in there. It wasn't the most entertaining of fights. There were some good jujitsu scrambles. There was something to look at, but a lot of holding, a lot of holding. Uh, yeah. I want to see more activity from Luke in the future. Just, you know, let his hands go a little bit more because when he lands, it's pretty flush. You saw the head kicks. Yeah, no. You he saw the, 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 the well, like, his jab was really solid tonight. He would rock RDA's head back. Like every time, just snap back, snap back, snap back. And yeah, I mean, he was doing well. I just, yeah, I agree. He was kind of spending a lot of his time just clinching, holding close, not really doing anything entertaining and really not putting out as much. So yeah. I feel like it was kind of, I, I mean, I, I thought Luke was going to win anyways, but I don't know. I thought it was going to be at least like a knockout or something. Yeah. From there, we're going to move on to UFC 292. Quite a dilapidated uh, UFC event. It's been really drained out because uh, as of just today, Cody Garbrandt had his fight canceled. So Mario Batista is now looking for a replacement. And Ian Gary had his fight canceled with uh, Jeff Neal, which is going to be my fight of the night, personally. Uh, Je Jeff Neal pulled out due to some sort of injury. 
Ian Gary has a replacement opponent, but he, it's, it's Neil Magny. He's going to knock him out in the first round, probably. Uh, Neil really? Magny is a staple of welterweight division. He has the most welterweight fights and multi, most melter, welterweight wins as well in the UFC history. But uh, Ian Gary's different beats. You saw his head kick knockout against I'd, Andy I'd Rodriguez. Love to see, I'd love to see Ian Gary win. He know, will. You know. He will. It's, it'll yeah. be quite clear. And uh, I really wanted to see Ian Gary versus Jeff Neal. That would have been a w much better matchup. And it would have actually brought something to this UFC card that's really lacking now. And, I mean, watching Mario Batista and Cody Garbrandt strike it out would have been really entertaining, too. But, you know, as it goes, stuff gets canceled. Yeah. Shit happens. I mean, as of right now, I think this is the first card. I think this is the first card in a while that's showing only four fights. As of right now, it could change, obviously, by next week. Hopefully, Mario Batista gets a replacement. Yeah. If we get, like, usually it's five, but that, that would kind of suck. I mean... You know, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. To start off the tough, uh, so to start off the UFC 292 event, they have a tough fight between Kurt Halabau and Austin Hubbard. Kurt Halabau just came off a crazy finish where he was pushing, pushing the pace. One of the best, like, slugfests I've ever seen in my life. And um, I'm really happy to see he won his fight, and now he's going to be competing in the UFC for a UFC contract. So whoever wins this fight gets a UFC contract. And they're That's fighting on the big stage for it it's to start off the prelims. So I'll be watching that. Then you got Robocop, one of the best jujitsu artists out there who looks like a bodybuilder and punches like a mule. I mean, uh, his last fight out, uh, he got starched, I believe. Um, and that was like the first time I've seen Greg Rodriguez not have a close fight. But everyone else before that, he absolutely bodied. So I think he'll get back in here with another win. I don't care who he's fighting. It doesn't matter. Uh, Greg Rodriguez is... So dominant on the floor and so dominant with the hands. I mean, the best chance of him losing is getting caught by a straight punch is what happened in his last fight. Got hit by overhand right, put him away. But uh, Gregor Giga is so skilled that I don't see it affects him too much with this loss. So, yeah, makes sense. Excited to see him up on this card. And then we'll move on to the main card from there. Oh, what a shout out, uh, Chris Weidman. His first fight in like two and a half years after breaking his leg on Anderson Silva. Oh, no, no. Anderson Silva broke his leg on Chris Weidman. And then Chris Weidman broke his leg on Uriah Hall. So interesting. Yeah, so it was one of the ones where it snapped in the middle of the shin. Ooh. Where you watch he stepped back on it. It looked like a spaghetti string he was stepping on, not a leg. <laughs> it's like a, it like McGregor kind of thing. No way worse. Really? No, it's in the middle of a shin. Greg McGregor's down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was up here. Ooh. So when it's when he stepped back on it, you could see it all just crumble because there was no foundation to his Caitlin is having a fun yeah, time a while we describe there. it. She doesn't like L. that. Uh, <laughs> L. L. Uh, that's one of my favorite Dana White posts of all time. Um, Marlon Vera, Pedro Munoz, stuff the main card. That's a main card starter. That's crazy because Marlon Vera has been in like four main events, and that's the way to start the main card. That's crazy. Um, I think Marlon Vera gets it done. He's more crisp. He's more clean. He's more experienced. Uh, Pedro Munoz has really good fast hands, but I don't see anyone beating Marlon Vera on the feet unless Marlon Marlon Vera starts slow, which he has a very big tendency to do. Very consistently. So I really want to see him, like, improve from that. Uh, then we have uh, Ian Gary, Neil Magny. We both see how that yeah. going. Yeah, Ian exactly. Gary's going to dominate on the feet. He's 12-0. Going against this guy who's 28-11. and 11. Big gap there. Uh, Ian Gary's got the hand speed, the leg speed. He'll probably knock him out in the first round. That's my prediction. Sets That's him up on the feet. And Neil Magny will go for a takedown, but I think Ian Gary's going to be very privy to it. Um, from there, Weili Zhang, Amada Lamoche. Well, Lee Zhang's got the title for a reason, and everyone she's fought uh, since Rose Namius knocked her out, even since the rematch, um, Well, Lee Zhang dominates. So give me, give me Well, Lee Zhang by any way she wants. Uh, just judo thrower, smash her brainstem in. 
Uh, I love Whaley Zhang. He's got a he's got a Caitlin's little bit of a UFC praying crush. that Whaley Zhang like dominates her. That's we got two what thumbs up. What is up with you two and wanting fucking Dommy Mommy today? I don't want Dommy Mommy. No thank I, you. No thank you, sir. That's real rancid. Caitlin's raising, raising her hand. hand I'm putting my background. hand under the table because no thank you. But he does want a dominant Asian, basically. That's not what I want. That's propaganda. I just said Take I have a, a crush on, on Whaley Zhang. I have a crush on Whaley Zhang because she's so dominant and she makes the UFC so exciting. She's like the most entertaining woman fighter I've ever watched. You might life. be right. Yeah. End of sentence. Cool. Let's go to the main event. Uh, how do you see Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley playing out? I kind of want Sean O'Malley to win. I think kind be, of? I, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. I, I really want Sean O'Malley to win. I think if he does win, it'll be an emphatic fashion. And I think if he does win, he'll be more active than Aljamain Sterling. He'll feel more stands in, in Aljamain Sterling. He'll be better for the sport. I like that's, Aljamain that's Sterling what, as a yeah, champion. I, I actually do not dislike him. He gets a lot of unnecessary hate. But I think Sean O'Malley... I, I met Sean O'Malley in real life. I'm a little bit biased. Um, really? I, yeah, I met him in real life in, at the airport going to Phoenix. Really? Yeah, maybe last year. Yeah, when I had my hair dyed up. Yeah. Yeah, little lightning bolts all over my hair. It looked a little funky. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed hmm. it. And I came to Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley had like cornrows like, pulled back. He was wrapped in his Piotr Jan fight. Remember the Piotr Jan fight? Really, yeah. Where he smashed him? Yeah, That was yeah, the most yeah. recent fight. I, was, I saw him right after that fight. He still had busted up on his face. That's cool. Yeah, I went up to him. I shook his hand. I said, like, you're one of my favorite, favorite fighters, bro. It's really good to see your fight. He's like, thank you, brother. That's what he said. Thank you, brother. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, it, it was, it's really cool to see Sean O'Malley doing so well. And I'm glad he's finally got a title shot. I just really hope he proves himself. Uh, I hope I hope Aljamain Sterling puts a hand on the floor. And as soon as he takes it off, gets kneed in the fucking brainstem by <laughs> Sean O'Malley. Just, just his karma for the Oscar performance that we saw against Peter Young. I think with that, we'll uh, end the podcast. Starting to get a little bit dark out. We started this one a little bit late. Yeah, we're My bad. a little bit shorter this time, but yeah, we'll be back next week. And yep. hopefully, it's a be good, back next good week. Time. And uh, hopefully, this event's more entertaining than we'll think. Yeah. Hopefully, Mario uh, Batista gets a replacement. I do gotta say, it was surprising to me this time when it was. It was literally like the prelims were the most entertaining part of this card. Oh yeah, you by know? far every, every Which time is it was totally a finish. Weird. It's it was totally exciting. Different. And the women really brought it. I gotta say, the women yeah, absolutely brought it. Every single woman fight was entertaining. Uh, I was absolutely impressed by every woman that won. It was really exciting. Um, sometimes you do see grinding out decisions. I think the men gotta show up better at this next event. Yeah, Lucinda. We gotta we gotta prove we're superior. What? Huh? Say what? Pause. Y'all have a good day. Have a good one.